Mealtime inspiration. It's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, today on Analyze This, my beloved Hannah Gelb and I visit a rage cage where we smash things into the ground, including our emotional repression. But first, we're here to talk to you about a different kind of smashing. (laughs) I don't know how I was going to segue that, but smashing your head gently onto a soft, luxurious pillow. Right. You know what I like to do after just smashing things and being filled with physical and emotional rage? What? I like to take a nap, you Ooh, know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so important to take a nap on proper bedding, which mm. is why we're excited to talk to you guys about Peacock Alley. They offer luxury bedding, bath basics, and fine linens. Doesn't yeah. the, don't, don't the words fine linens just make you feel classy? Oh, my God, yes. It makes me feel like I own a house on the beach. <gasps> wow, so fancy. With a linen closet. Oh, my God, a linen closet of your very own? Yeah. Do oh. people still have this? I mean, adult people do. <laughs> Yeah, and Peacock Alley sheets get softer with every wash. They get softer with every wash? That's magic! It might be because Peacock Alley only uses high-quality materials. This company was founded 45 years ago by a single mom who has done things her own way for decades. And most of their products are crafted by artisans in their Dallas, Texas workroom. Wow! That's genuinely impressive! Yeah, that's freaking American-made duvets and pillows and shit. Texas is a super bootstrap state. I love it. (laughs) Maybe that wasn't the time to say that. (laughs) Either way, you guys can head to PeacockAlley.com now and check out all of their amazing fine linens and use the code EARBUDS at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. I'm so happy the code is EARBUDS. Me too. So be sure to go to PeacockAlley.com using the code EARBUDS for 10% off. That's a perfect 10% off that you can put towards your bedroom wellness. Yes, and if you are not happy with what you buy, um, you get a 100-night guarantee. So you can return them for a full refund if you're not happy. Oh, I'm going to do some crazy stuff on those sheets. (laughs) Due to the subject matter of today's episode, I feel that... I should. I feel that there should be a small disclaimer. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm just like so excited. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Amped. So amped. 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 amped, yeah. amped yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Violence is bad. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, this uh, the disclaimer for the episode is that this will be an episode featuring subjects of rage, subjects of violence, subjects of domestic abuse, perhaps. Um, so if any of those things hit too close to home, either get ready for a very cathartic journey or uh, maybe skip this one. So. There you go. Let's cue that sweet, sweet jazz. Hello, welcome to another episode of Analyze This. I'm Hannah Hart. I'm Hannah Gold. And today we are going to be talking about rage. Oh, okay. I was going to say anger. But rage, yes. Rage, rage. really. I mean, what's the difference between the two? Um, rage is uncontrolled. <gasps> oh. Anger is, I think, within your bounds. Okay. Like you I, feel I- angry, but when you're raging, it means that you've lost your logical conscious mind is no longer in control of your actions. That's oh. why people like fly into a rage. Cause I feel like I feel rage 
a lot of the time, but then I just quietly endure it in my body. <laughs> yeah, well, that could be where your rage lives. Right. You know, that's probably not good. Yeah. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about rage because we went to a rage cage, a place called the Rage Ground, where we went and we smashed things. This was actually a suggestion, right? Yeah. Someone on the Twitter, the Twitter um, suggested the very place we went to. Oh, wow. And yeah. it's, it's basically a room where you go and you smash things. Also, I just want to say, um, I'm so excited to see you, Hannah Hart, because we haven't seen each other in so long. It's been like six weeks. No. Really? Like it's been like a month or six weeks. And you were traveling, and it just oh, felt yeah. like we hadn't talked in so long. I, too, felt that way. Yeah. And I'm really glad to be seeing you, too, yeah, dude. me, uh, too. And I'm so glad that we we literally just got back from smashing stuff. Yeah. It's weird. An hour and a half ago, maybe? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so um, what should we do first? Should we explain what a rage cage is? I can read the uh, thing. Yeah, or? let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Because I had ideas of what it would be, and they were wrong. <laughs> what? Well, okay, let me read this summary. Okay. So, the... I came in like a wrecking ball. Sorry, I'm going to do that intermittently throughout this entire episode. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Hannah was like, wrecking ball. Okay, so this is a rage room. Rage rooms are advertised as such. Rage rooms may be the solution for those of you who are feeling stressed or frustrated. It's a new technique to manage stress and anger that has gained traction over the years. The concept is destructotherapy. How it works is you go into a safe, supervised room with a bunch of items that you can smash. You put on protective gear from head to toe with a safety helmet, glasses, gloves, and overalls. Then they hand you a weapon of choice, sledgehammer, bat, golf club, pipe, or any object with which you can destroy other objects. Once you're geared up, you let all your frustrations out as you break each inanimate object. The entire experience helps you to get in touch with your anger and release it appropriately. Typically, most anger rooms offer a time limit in increments of 10 hours gave us 25 minutes right and hannah hart lasted about three minutes yeah. <laughs> it's true but I, uh yeah, yeah it was still good dude okay what was your expectation of the rage room well i think i thought it would be like a room of like unending limitless glass items just mm. like like waterfalls of glass things to mm, break. You like know? glass shelves with like glass going into vases. Like a China shop. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my dream rage yeah. page, I guess. Um, but it was more like, okay, here's like a room and there's some things and you can smash them. If you guys want a visual, this episode actually includes uh, a video up on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Harto, if you guys want to see us before and after the rage room. But for those of you who just came from the channel, we also now will tell you about our feelings. Yes. But yeah, you described thinking like a bull in a china shop kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. And yeah. Why, why would you want to be in that kind of room and smash those mm, things? I think just that like feeling of abundance kind of like when you get a really excellent burrito mm. and you're like i cannot finish this but i will yes um, <laughs> it was interesting the guy that said anything that you leave unsmashed he usually goes in there and smashes yeah it. he was like i rage every day yeah every i asked day. him i was like how often do you rage and he's like i rage every day he was a very lovely soft-spoken nice young young man though right absolutely yeah. would not have guessed that about him yeah <laughs> So why don't you describe the experience uh, from opening the door to getting in the room? Okay, well, first of all, I should say our door had like a big jagged dent in it. And that was a little scary. It was definitely scary and weird going in because it just felt so illicit. Mm -hmm. Like even though we paid to have this experience and it's like a healthy experience, I think, mm -hmm. it felt very weird and like wrong to yeah, be like we're about to smash items like yeah. this is like 
Like a, so, an, a healthy social construct of resisting that urge to it, smash items yes. or rather dispelling it in a healthier way, question mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So in the, the very the, when we entered the room, someone had smashed a hole in the door. So the door, the plywood door was kind of popping out a little bit. It was a little jagged. And also there was, a, he was like, our dude was like, so just so you know, please don't actually smash the the room, room itself. itself that you're standing in as this person clearly has done in the past yeah <laughs> so you walk in the floor is concrete and there's a concrete wall across from you that has the word rage spray painted on it and then there was a chunk of concrete that was missing from the wall where someone had taken the sledgehammer to the wall of the building itself mm-hmm. and that's why he said please don't do that yeah yeah the sledgehammer was my favorite the sledgehammer um, was Hannah's items. favorite. But there was a nice selection of items. Yes, there was. Oh, um, and the floor. We also aren't allowed to smash the floor. Oh, that's right. And the floor was very, very, very smashed up. Yeah. Yeah. So the concrete floor was also uh, had been uh, attacked. Yeah. So there was a, oh, and we also put on protective gear. We got in these like white jumpsuit painter suit things. Uh, we had these, these masks, these plastic visor things, kind of like a welder's mask mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. thick gloves mm-hmm. over nylon glo- or latex gloves for us. What kind of rage uh, using objects were in the room? Well, there was, okay, a baseball bat, a big metal shovel, um, some pipes. There was like a smaller sledgehammer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like a really big, huge fucking heavy ass sledgehammer yeah. and that was my favorite Hannah loves a heavy ass <laughs> sledgehammer although I did when I was in North Carolina I did a little smashing of rocks I think mm-hmm. when I was there and man it felt great yeah. yeah I mean physical exertion has been proven to be very good for you right and you know I feel like that's why these places exist because in our daily lives like we don't really I feel like when I'm very sad and depressed <laughs> I'm like I just wish I had a life where at the end of the day, I felt like I'm really tired. Yeah. I have expended the energy that lives in my body mm-hmm. for the purpose of being alive. But mm-hmm. usually it's like, what do I do today? I don't know. We live very sedentary lives. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that like if, you have, if you're someone who has trouble sleeping, exercise really will help because you will be putting exertion into your life. Your body has energy in it. You are made of energy and matter. And so if you're sitting there at the end of the day being like, okay, energy time to sw- shut off. It, sometimes it just won't happen unless you exert yourself physically a little bit. Right. Or unless you have a Benadryl and a glass of wine. Oh, my God. <laughs> we hear analyze this. Do not endorse Benadryls and glasses of wine. No, don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. I only did it once accidentally. Oh, okay, yeah. I can see that happening. I was like, why am I so tired? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Okay, so we're in the room. We've mm-hmm. described the objects of smashing. What mm-hmm. were the objects to be smashed? Right. Okay. There were like a, there was like some plates. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of plates, a lot of glass, a ceramic. Bowl. There was one like metal bowl, which I thought was weird. Yeah, there was a metal bowl there for like denting. A, like a Walkman. That's <laughs> the first thing. The first thing Hannah smashed was a Walkman. Oh, it was great. It was a CD playing Walkman. Uh, there yeah. was a mirror, a large a rubber lot. tire. Yeah. And he actually said some people, um, when they've broken everything in the room, they can just hit the tire as many times as they want. Yeah. It was like the kind of tire that Batman uses. To, to work train. out, yeah, with. to work out, and it was, it was also all on top of a um, metal trash can looking thing, like the kind of thing you burn like a bonfire in, right? But it was had it was like absorbent, so that when you hit something, yeah, it was like filled with rubber, yeah. You but the sides, just, yeah, so it could absorb some of the shock, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what would have been great if there was like a phone 
Yeah. Like a, like a analog uh, Yeah, phone. more more media objects I think would have liked. I actually went and uh, requested a television set so we could smash it. That was $40 extra, not going to lie. Holy shit. I know, man. Oh. I, know, I know. I wanted to smash some things. things. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And then there was <laughs> also a lot of frames. Frames? This, yes. <laughs> there was a frame, a collection of frames that said family. Yeah. Oh. So, wow. I mean, unpack that. <laughs> Yeah, there were a lot of frames that were family portraits and things you would buy at like Target and fill with photos of your loved ones. <laughs> so, Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So how did it feel to switch to Walkman, man? Like what? what oh what? yeah. I mean, you know, dude. At first, I think I was a little scared uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah, it felt a little uncomfortable, but I think it's because those are really uncomfortable. Um, well, anger is uncomfortable. You mm. know, it's very energetic, but it's usually uncomfortable. And I'm just, you know, I feel a particularly, like, socially conditioned woman who's like, la, 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 la. Mm. You know what's great? Flower petals and cupcakes. Mm. So it just felt very like, whoa, like, there's a demon inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was felt really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I would definitely do it again. You would? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so how did you, okay, so in the very beginning, it feels uncomfortable, obviously. You know, I think that, like, I think rage rooms are probably intended for those that have to, for those that, my guess is that the rage room experience, because as you described, it's like a little uncomfortable getting into it, mm-hmm. is it's for people that have to swallow that feeling, you know, like people mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are like, oh, I'm so mad, or like, you know, people that are discriminated against again in the workplace. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, places where you don't have an outlet to distribute that feeling. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's very, anger is very dangerous when you don't express it properly. You know, I feel like a lot of time everyone just internalizes their anger and then you just get sick, you know, mentally or physically. And and it's like, honestly, I'm like, well, I don't know how to, like when you're angry at someone, I know the right thing to do is not yell and scream at them. But like, what if you need to yell and scream? Mm. (laughs) But But that seems like it's never helpful usually to anyone. I think you can get upset. I think that people get upset, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, what if I, for example, wanted to yell at someone I work with and be like, <laughs> you're a stupid bitch. Yeah. There's not a person here who doesn't wish you were dead. Oh my gosh. But Hannah does not wish for any violence <laughs> against any human. Uh, no, but okay, exactly. But that's the kind of thing the rage room is for, right? Right. In theory. Right. Yeah. What do you feel like is a physical manifestation of repressed anger for you? Oh God. Well, depression. Mm. I think it just goes mental. Physically, I feel like I feel it like kind of in my chest, in my throat area Mm. or like in my jaw. You know, when you like feel angry and you want to say something and then you press it and then it's just like this is like a golf ball in your throat kind of. Yeah. Um, That tightness in your jaw. A lot of people have TMJ from like grinding or clenching at night because they can't voice their opinions through the day so when they sleep they're just keeping their mouth shut you know (laughs) yeah oh my god or you're like bunch your shoulders up like sometimes i'll just be like wait i thought i was standing normally but i am actually like richard nixon right now yeah (laughs) with your shoulders against your ears yeah i know that's how i felt when we were heading towards the rage room Mm -hmm. i had my shoulders up against Uh, my ears because i was scared yeah it is true sometimes when you do that body scan check-in Sometimes you realize, oh, wow, I, I actually haven't been breathing for the last five minutes. Right. And that's really helpful to remember to breathe in yes, many situations. Because we breathe very shallowly, I think. We do. Normally. And just like taking deep breaths can really help. I'm not breathing right now, to be honest. 
Oh man. Yeah. But I, I think what I really like about this kind of thing is I feel like for someone like me, it really helps me access feelings of being powerful mm. um, that normally I don't access. Mm. And, and like I said, I think uh, anger is very energizing. Like I remember when I was in North Carolina, I was really, I was like, there was a part where I was really depressed and scared and I just felt so scared and helpless and like a baby and I was hating myself and I was like trying to like dig a root out of the ground and I was like kind of stabbing it with like a spade and then like out of nowhere as if it was someone else I was like why do I have to feel so scared and helpless god damn it it was like the action of stabbing the ground made me feel angry and then I felt much more energized and like able to problem solve you know did you get the root out yeah (laughs) oh that root came out But that's so good yeah, to know. I mean, your you mom, know? your mom, I would say is like kind of the quieter one in your family. Right. And she's also the gardener. Yeah. Oh, whoa, dude. Your mom's probably out there fucking digging to the ground. You gonna know? plant this seed. Dude. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. She's, uh, I mean, she's the tough one in the family. My dad has to, if like my cat brings a lizard in, my dad is like, mom. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That is so cute. Yeah. She's super tough. But but so, dude, yes, tell me about your experience in the rage room. Because it was definitely, seems like it wasn't really <laughs> your thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Well. How did you feel going in? I came in like a wrecking ball. There she is. <laughs> never tried so hard in love. All I wanted was to break your love. My favorite part of that song is the harmony part where she's like, uh, Oh, uh, what was that? What's the part in the chorus? Oh, yeah. No, it's like, I was like, uh, I'm just trying to avoid answering the question. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Anna. Let's sing instead. Yeah. All you ever did was wreck me. Wow. So good. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to make it into the episode. No, and everything makes it in. Are you kidding me? This is all, this is 40 something minutes of pure gold. Yeah. Well, okay. So let me. Let me ask you, I'll ask you, how did you feel going in? Because I remember when we were talking about, on one of our other episodes, you were like, I do a lot of body scans and a lot of breathing every day because I, you know, otherwise I'll get angry and like Mm -hmm. yell at my loved ones and I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And also I keep my anger under lock and key. Yeah, it's interesting. So uh, going into it, I, you know, I was pretty scared, like nervous. I was really nervous. I wasn't excited about it, you know. Different from the float tank, though, because in the float tank, I was like, perhaps I will meditate. With this, I was like, it's kind of like going on a roller coaster. It's like, I know I don't like roller coasters. I know I don't like them. So, like, I don't want to go on one, you know? (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I don't need to go on a roller coaster uh, to know I don't like it again. But with this, uh, I mean, you know, for Hanalize earbuds that are listening, I'm the kind of person that's a little environmentally sensitive, I guess. You know what I mean? Like a lot of children of like domestic violence, et cetera. A lot of people with like PTSD, blah, blah, blah. There's certain things that like are not great. Like for instance, loud noises. I really don't like loud noises. Like when I play a video game, I have the volume like on a 10 or 11. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like loud noises, you know? Like every time a siren goes by, I cover my ears. I don't, you know? There's a great question that my psychiatrist asked, which is really brilliant, I think. Um, when first assessing a new client, they say, how big is your startle? You know? Oh. Meaning like, A, how likely are you to be startled by something? 
And B, how long would the feeling of being startled last? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like the, how long does it feel that way? You know? Yeah. Um, which is why I don't like horror movies either. Because then I just stay in that like feeling. Yeah. So when we, we go in the room and immediately, I mean, I think from the moment that I saw the door, I was upset. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it's like the door with the hole smashed in it. Like I was the one who smashed, I smashed holes in doors in my house. Like I had family members who smashed holes in walls. Like you see that and you're, it just reminded me, it just looked like, like it reminded me of like childhood home or like right away you see like a hole in a door or like a broken thing. Mm -hmm, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. I remember that night. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you so see rage room was your life basically. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But like, um, just when you see it's like certain images, right. That are just like mm -hmm. not, I guess re they're not reinviting positive places in your life. And so I think, so when I saw that door, I was like, oh man, I'm not going to enjoy this. I don't think, but I wanted to, I really did, you know, because like, there's like this fantasy that anger is like something to be released in some way and or like you know the idea of like aha like I'll just let it out and it'll be gone I don't know but it's more like a transience thing where it's like it's still a part of you like I don't know like I want to be like I remember distinctly one time my older sister and I were standing in front of an ocean like we were on some random thing and we were somewhere we were adults standing in front of an ocean and my sister, Naomi, was like, why don't you just scream, Hannah? Let's just scream into the ocean. Let's just scream it all out, you know? Oh. And yeah, exactly. And she's like, ready? One, two, three. And she like let out this like, ah, like at the ocean, you know, the loud, powerful waves, like let it all go into the ocean. And I just couldn't, you know? And it's just like, oh, like, I just didn't want to at all. And you know, it's like, okay, let it all out, scream it all out. And then I did, but then it just left me feeling scared and not good, mm, you know, mm -hmm. like it didn't feel good. And then, so I think that the room was kind of like that. Is that like, if you've ever like, I don't know, was there like a lot of like any, like, was there violence in your home growing up? Mm, not violence. I mean, there were arguments. Yeah. But like, was there like, you know, if your dad got mad, would he like pick up the... I don't know, vase and like throw it at the ground at your mom. No. Mm. So I think that like anyone that has had violence in their home, I don't think rage rooms are places for them because I don't think it returns you. It doesn't make you feel powerful. It reminds you of powerlessness, in my opinion. Like this is my experience, right? And I'm still coming off of it right now. You know, if you come from a background of physical expressions of anger, you know, be them like on your body or not, I don't know if expressing anger that way will ever feel like expression to you because I think it'll just be returning you to the experiences you have with those moments. Oh, right. Yeah. Which if you're yeah. a child is like helpless, you know? So like, that's probably why I, I only lasted three minutes in there in the very beginning. Cause it was even like, like the sound of the glass, like the sound of the, the feeling of someone being violent in the room it made me feel really scared. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And even if that person was me, right? Because trauma begets trauma, right? That's why there's a cycle of violence. And, you know, as someone who has had to learn how to express my anger, not physically on my body, as someone who like has punched a lot of stuff and like 
has like put cigarettes out on my arms. Like I remember in college, God, I would put cigarettes out on myself all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I had to learn that violence is not an, it's not an expression of anger. It's not for me, right? For me as an individual. But I'm also someone who doesn't feel like, like repress. I don't feel like repressed in that way. It's not like I go to work and I can't yell at my coworker. Like I have a lot of different ways. I, I feel very empowered a lot of the time. So I feel like rage rooms are good for people who feel disempowered or like you come from a home where no one talked about anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like a family of like really repressed people or like, it was like, you're not allowed to get angry. I think that that's rage rooms are really good for that because you already have an innate way of understanding and managing your anger and what is and is not appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when I asked you just now, like, is there violence in your home? You're like, well, we had arguments. It's like, so that, that knowledge of arguments are not argument is it's not domestic violence right oh no 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 and it's not like your dad was ever like telling your mom he was like such a stupid fucking bitch oh god no oh god no right but there's like you know there's emotional violence and Mm -hmm. psychological violence and Mm -hmm. mental violence Mm -hmm. of like you know when people are like calling you names at all that's violent Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah so it's really hard i mean i'm 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 lucky you know there's like a, such a huge scale for it, but I just don't, it's not my anger language at all, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that it's kind of, you know, I think that the way I felt and still feel in this moment right now is just kind of disoriented, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're like in a dream and then you realize that the dream is actually a nightmare, you know what I mean? You're in a dream uh... and you're like, and you're like, oh, we're going to be late to the movie or whatever. And you get there and like the movie theater's filled with bodies. And you're like, wait a minute. Is this dream a nightmare? Oh, you know God. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get that feeling in your body of like, oh, fuck, I'm in a nightmare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Or like when it's nighttime and a street light goes out and you're only a couple blocks from your house. But it's dark. Like that feeling you have walking down the street of just like, okay, you're just going to get home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I feel I still feel that way right now and it's going to pass and stuff like that. But it just made me feel really scared. Really scared and like I wanted to cry. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's why we do analyze this, bro. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Not everything's going to work for everybody and mm-hmm. maybe there's somebody out there who it was thinking about going to a rage room and maybe they still want to, but I'm normalizing a, it's like we're here to normalize all experience because all experience is normal. If you go to a rage room and it feels fucking amazing, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. Duh. It means that you're expressing anger and you feel great. If afterward you feel energized and strong and positive, fantastic. If afterward you feel helpless and terrified and small, that maybe is not the best place for you to go to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah. So I think that's how it is. And like I think that even people who are like the abusers and they don't feel good after they do it it's not like they feel sad because somebody abused them right 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 right. you know what i mean Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. not like like you know they're always like oh you know he said sorry or like you know Mm -hmm, talking about mm -hmm. like people the person who is uh conducting abusive behavior was likely abuse themselves does that excuse your behavior absolutely not should you continue to be with them if they don't aren't getting any help absolutely not you got to protect yourself number one first and foremost but that's a lot of why victim and abuser cycles end up staying together because the victims have sympathy and compassion for the abuser oh of course you know they're like well i know you don't want to be like this Mm -hmm. but if they won't change or can't change that doesn't mean that you need to put yourself in harm's way right 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 right. you know what i mean Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Whoa, I just got deja vu. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. We definitely haven't talked about this before, though. <laughs> no, we definitely haven't. <laughs> I know I have a really hard time talking about this stuff. It also yeah. just makes me so sad. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I, let me let me ask. So, so how do you deal with feelings of anger now? Like, do you have, are you like, oh, it's coming on. Going to my special place. I tidy. Oh, yeah. that's great, too. So I got mad at Maggie this morning for being annoying. And I, <laughs> you know, because sometimes, like, let's say it's, it, like, first, usually when I wake up, I am at an eight or a nine. So let's call, uh, let's call like emotional um, spikiness. Like, so like a one is like you're asleep mm-hmm. and you're totally relaxed. Mm-hmm. A, two, a two through five is like, oh, you're awake. You're thinking, you're like, okay, I'm a person, la la la. A six or a seven, you're in traffic. You're kind of bored. Maybe you're kind of getting irritated. An eight is you just got stuff out of your car and then you drop the milk and it shattered and now you have to go get a broom. A nine is, and then once you got to the door with what was left of the groceries, the door is locked and you forgot your keys. Like that's like a nine, 10. Wow. Like a, Fuck. So you, that's how you wake up at like so eight I, or nine. Yeah. I wake up like an eight or a nine, like a, you know, not like anger, but just like that um, threshold is thin, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? So in the morning, that's why a lot of people meditate in the morning. To try and bring their threshold back down to like a reasonable level. Totally, totally. So I wake up like, I want to, you know what, realistically, I wake up like a seven or an eight, you know, and I have to, you know, that's why I kind of like to be alone at first because I'm like, hey, there are birds. (laughs) I open my eyes. It's still happening. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, Yep. Yep. How many uh, days are there? Hopefully lots. <laughs> yeah. So this morning, so to answer your question about what I do with that feeling. So it's like this morning, I'm like at seven or eight. It just means I'm going to be a little bit more reactive. I'm going to be like, what? Mm-hmm. Bah, bah, nah, nah. You know, and I know it's just me. I know it's just me. And what I used to do is I used to just wake up and go for a walk. That was the first thing I did every day. Wake up, go for a walk. Like wake up, put on your pants, drink glass of water, go for a walk. Just to start to um, reorient myself back into my body you know what i mean hannah gilb just yawned <laughs> we dude that was really are you physically tired i am physically tired yeah i think i hurt my arm hannah i know that sledgehammer was really heavy oh, i was buddy. really proud though that i could pick it up i know <laughs> i know and i mean i do <laughs> 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 i liked it though you were sweaty and you were smiling which means that it was good right yeah yeah, yeah it was good Sh- shall i go on or am i am i boring you no no buddy do you want to sip of my sugary energy drink oh yes i do it's not really an energy drink it's a tea you know hannah would never drink anything unnatural that's right i only drink stuff that comes from the earth or it smells like dirt <laughs> it's tasty right oh it's delicious <laughs> we should have them sponsor us i know we don't oh speaking of sponsors hey guys let's go to one more break All this talking about smashing is leaving me thirsty. You know, I used to work at a coffee shop and I usually would gather around. Like, my coworkers could tell if I had worked that day because there would be like five drinks on my little shelf. There'd be like a water, mm-hmm. a tea, a coffee, and like a latte, and then maybe like a fruity drink. Mm. But what if all those drinks could be rolled into one? Well, that's the wonder of Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee. It is, frankly, very convenient always satisfying and i'm a huge fan you can take it camping you can use it throughout your day you can put it in a water bottle and just shake it up and be ready to go i truly love four sigmatic right and now that i'm getting into my uh winter years in my 30s um (laughs) i've noticed that regular coffee often gives me those like tummy 
hurts problems. Aww. Yeah, but Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee is not acidic. It's way less acidic it's than It's less milk. acidic, and there's no stomach burning. There's no stomach burning at all. It has those powerful antioxidants and immune-boosting properties and boosts your brain and amps your productivity. Not to mention, it has cute little sayings on the boxes like, put me in, coach. That's usually the one I take, yeah. Right. It's like, it's telling you how to use it. And saying, have a great day. <laughs> oh, one of them says, be well. I think that's the chaga. I think you're right. So if you guys want to chug some of your own uh, for Sigmatica, they get it like chug. Did that work? I hope so. <laughs> Be We're sure to head with it. I hope so. Be sure to head to foursigmatic.com slash analyze where you'll get 15% off your entire order. That's 15% off any order placed on Four Sigmatic's website. But you have to use our special URL, foursigmatic.com slash analyze. That's spelled. Hannah Gelb, you want to do the honors? F O U R. S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash Hanalyze. H-A-N-N-A-H-L-Y-Z-E. Wow. 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 <laughs> this coffee's so good, it does not leave much room for argument. Oh did I say that last time? I think I did. Enjoy! <laughs> and we're back. Uh, dude, I'm so glad we're talking about this because honestly... I just really get very confused about anger. It always, I think because it feels so unpleasant and scary, I, it feels scary for me. I don't know if it feels that way for everyone, but it's, it, it feels, my first instinct is to push it away. It's to push it away and also be like, you shouldn't be angry. You should not be angry right now. Why are you feeling this way? Like, you know, and so it's just, it's really hard to process. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I'll just try and write. Like if it's someone I'm angry at, mm -hmm. I feel like, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll like write them a letter that I won't give to them or I'll go running. But then I'm still like, uh, I'm still pissed at that person. And I don't want to be like, sometimes I don't want to be like, hi. So when you did this, it made me feel this way. And that's why I'm hoping in the future, if this comes up, you like, you can do this instead of that. Like sometimes it just feels like that's not fair. I want to punch you in the face, Yeah, but that's not going to help. I guess punishing somebody even if someone's made you angry, when I, I think punishing someone for your anger won't make you feel good. Right. You right. know how you're going to feel after. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to feel right. guilty and kind of shitty. Yeah, I'll feel real. Dude, I feel bad when I text someone like, hey, I can't make it out tonight. I know. <laughs> so it's like, but if you, if you feel, you said like you feel anger and then you immediately, you're angry and then you're blaming yourself too for even feeling yeah, anger. Yeah, I feel, I have a lot of, there. I mean, anger is like very political. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I think. I really don't feel entitled to anger a lot of the time. Even you though there's are a lot to be to angry about. You are entitled to it. Yeah. I, you know, my sister says that ripping up paper was my older sister. Ripping up paper is really helpful for her mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I do believe, and this is my opinion, that the ideal, to, the, the most productive use of anger is to take those sentences, like you said, like, hey, I felt like this when this happened. And in the future, can this happen? Like, that'll feel good. And that'll feel closeness because, mm -hmm. like, anger is neglect. You're like, whoa, someone has neglected my needs mm -hmm. or ignored them or mm -hmm. taken them, taken something from mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. you know, and how, you're not going to get that thing back by yelling at them. Right. But sometimes it feels like that's what'll help. <laughs> like what if someone's made you feel like, like you're not even a person, you know, like your needs don't matter at all and your opinions are dumb. You know what my therapist would say to that? Huh. Can another person ever make you feel that way whoa. without your permission? Dude, you're right. Is the, Fuck. The number one person I've heard say your needs are dumb about your needs is you. 
So it's like you see this person as like doing the thing that you hate the most, mm-hmm, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, who they're living on their own little fucking life. Oh God, why do you have to burn me with the hot fire of truth? No, buddy, I'm not trying to. <laughs> no, but, but it's so true. You're but totally if your right. anger does feel visceral and physical, like I think you should express it. Like mm-hmm. I think you should like smack some red paint and like do whatever it is you need. Rip up some paper or go for a run or punch a pillow or whatever mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. to let it out so that you can be in your conscious self again instead of your like amygdala animal brain. Right, 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 right. You know? Yeah, and I feel like I have like a lifetime of unexpressed anger. Right. So maybe some rage caging it out for a while really help. Like one of the things that you said when you're driving back from the rage cage is that you said, wow, I feel like I won't put up with as much shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it was I felt like, wow, I feel kind of sturdy, you know? Yeah, you felt sturdier. You felt more rooted in your own power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's like the big benefit, I think, of going to something like a rage cage is that if you walk away feeling more rooted in your own power, then it's something that can be a healthful expression of years of repressed anger for yourself. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I still really want to know what you do with your anger, Hannah Hart. What I do with my anger. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. I don't have a perfect mastery of it. I just know I like where I am now more than where I have been. It's not like somebody cut me off on the freeway and now I'm angry. Oh it's... my God, I say terrible things when I'm driving. Sorry. <laughs> Hannah's like that guy. I literally am like, I hope you die and your family's devastated. I'm just shaking my Completely head. Completely uncalled for. I know, totally. Your karma, buddy. I know, dude, it's terrible. Doing? That's what driving in traffic every day does it to you. It actually is true. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I don't have a commute. You yeah. have a commute. Yeah, but you know what? I t- I'm. Naomi so- has to listen to like literally harmonizing sounds on her commute. On her drive, she listens to literally like, ooh. Oh, <laughs> You know, like that, literally like those It's really stressful. But, you know, I, I try to remember most of the, I've, everything that I get mad at for other people, other people are doing on the road. I've done all those same things. You're probably just not paying attention. We all have. But yeah. so, but that's, if you're still feeling angry though, then I think it means add something to your driving experience. Make it meditative music. Make it just like a, a mindfulness something. I don't know, like something mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. like will help your driving experience because like, good God, yeah. I don't know how I would fucking commute every day. I Dude, would, well, recently I've been listening to It takes pieces of the, your soul. It's, it's, it's the worst thing that I feel like is forced upon me, but it's a choice I make every day. I don't have to go. I don't have to do that, but I do. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I realized, I just remembered that the Buffy musical episode exists. <gasps> Once more with feeling. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of singing along to that and other musicals in the car. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's why I listen to, when I'm driving, uh, or rather like if I'm in traffic, I like to listen to classical music. And oh, a lot nice. of times when I'm d- getting on like an early flight or it's something that lands me in rush hour, I also ask my driver to put on classical music, like the Lyft driver or whoever. And what's so interesting is that I would say 9.5 times out of 10, the Lyft driver's like, I didn't even know this station existed. This is really nice. Oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, isn't it nice? Kind of makes time pass faster, right? He's like, yeah. And I was like, it's not the same song. It's not people just like yelling at you. Right. And like a lot of times the driver saves it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, just music, just notes, mm-hmm. you know? It's yes. really nice. But okay, uh. I'll stop dodging your question. Um, <laughs> yeah. So 
I don't have a perfect solution, obviously. Duh, because nobody's perfect and also perfection doesn't exist. So that's a big deal. But I th- I'm I'm hap- I'm in a better place than I have been in the past, which is the only way I really measure growth is is this better than it was before? That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is what I do. So let's see. This morning, I got a little annoyed because I was at my 7-8, and then I was just a little more pissy than normal and, like, a little more edgy, a little more, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like a walking nerve. You know, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, It's not even like I act like that. Like, you can't really tell externally. I came in like a wrecking <laughs> ball. <laughs> uh, and okay. so what I do is I need time. I need a second. If I know I'm reacting inappropriately or I'm overly irritated, and this is how I can tell. If I cannot verbalize how I'm feeling, if I can't say like, is it like a f- like physically unable or is it like I words are not coming to me? It's physically unable because I feel anger. You know, that's usually when the passive aggressive sentences come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I feel anger. It stops at my throat, you know, and I'm like and I'm like, yeah, no, I get it because you like to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow, Anna, you're such a bitch. Why the <laughs> fuck are you such a bitch? Oh, good. Now the other person is mad at me because being, yeah, no, I was being a bitch. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? So I have to dispel it some way. So if I can't go on a walk, if I can't, I remove myself from the room with other people. I go upstairs or I go into a different room and I do something that needs to get done. Like this morning, I took it all the trash, took it all the trash. And by the time I was done walking up and down the stairs and I had had some time with myself and got back on my feet. I was able to come in the room and be like, hi, sorry I was in a bad mood a second ago. It really hurt my feelings because this, and I love you, and I'm sorry I said that mean thing. And yeah. And that's what I do with my anger. That's great, dude. I mean, it sounds like you found a pretty good, you know. I like it. Pretty... You can't always do it, though, you know, mm-hmm. and when there are larger topics. Right? Like, what would you do if you were, like, traveling and felt really upset about something? Or, like, what if you were, like, traveling with like, a group of people I don't know. Like recently. I used to, <laughs> I don't know. I used to do push-ups. Oh, yeah. I used to do a lot of push-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I need that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have probably in the last couple years, I've still punched some stuff, sadly. It's really hard. I never am threatening to another person. It's more like the sheer frustration of feeling so ignored, mm-hmm. you know, so invisible. Mm-hmm. That's when I have like you know punched a light switch right you know and then all you feel is like an overwhelming sense of shame which is how i know that like it's not a healthy expression of anger because i don't feel better after mm-hmm. i just have a way of getting back inside my own body mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and so yeah that's the hardest part i think is that like i feel angry and i can't express it and if i can't get to a way of healthful healthfully like bringing myself back down in my numbers, like from a 10, 11, like back down to like a seven at least, then you transgress your own boundary. Or at least that's the habit I got into. And I was like, get back in your body, Hannah. Mm. And I would like, you know, you hurt yourself. Mm. And then you're back inside your body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a work in progress, right? But I would say like one time out of 365 days is pretty good. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, some people get mad and they're like, I will kill my spouse. That oh. seems like a reasonable thing to do. Oh, God. You know, clearly, yeah, there's no. a lot of uh, discussion to be had about this. Clearly. have you? Did you see the movie I, Tanya? No. Uh, it's all about Tanya Harding. It's mm-hmm. really, really mm-hmm. fascinating. It gives you a lot of like insight into how people are taught how, how to deal with anger. And how right. people reflect it. They, and you, also how some people are allowed to be angry and some people aren't. Like, I feel like people of color 
or just not allowed. I know. Or like, can you stop just being so divisive? Hannah's reading a book right now called. Well, it's been out for a while, but it's great. It's um, so you want to talk about race? Yeah. By uh, I don't know how to say her name. I think it's Iluo Ijioma. All right, great. It's called So You Want to Talk About Race. <laughs> Hannah's reading it right now. We are going to do a discussion of race uh, later on um, because I think that it's important to talk about it and to get past the discomfort of talking about it and making mistakes. But yeah, so I feel like Rage Cage, not for me. I definitely think you should go again. I'm happy that, like, it made me happy to see. It was nice. Because there was this really surreal moment where one of the times I came back into the room, I saw you and you were smiling. You looked at me and you're like, hey, dude. (laughs) And it was really nice because when I was standing outside that room, there were a lot of times that like, like just hearing the sounds, I felt, you know, kind of that weird like floaty feeling where you're like, hmm. I was wondering about the sounds because I was like, wait, this is not a soundproof room. Like sounds are happening you can hear everybody yeah um so i felt weird but then when i opened the door and then there you were and you're like hey and you were like kind of sweaty and kind of smiley <laughs> seeing that was really nice like seeing you be in control you know you were in control of letting yourself express and i think that that's that's the good thing you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well thanks buddy yeah pal you were so great. You're like, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm just going to let you have this room. And I was like, yes. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh-oh. I have to go. And I'm starting to feel a little bit better now, too. Yeah. Okay. I think, I've, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to feel like a little bit more like I'm coming back into my mm-hmm. body. I think we did have a few suggestions, though. Yes. Because, okay, wait. We have notes. Oh, we, yes. We, Let's we close with our notes. notes. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, yes. Oh, I remember one of my notes. Uh, mm-hmm. Note number one. Please allow clientele to choose their own music. Right. Like there was some, uh, the music was, I mean, it was very, I guess it was rage. Angry. It was rage adjacent, I would say. But yes. it wasn't like my rage music. Yeah. I would rather do like something that's like, gonna get, get down, smash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did like, a sassy let's shoulder get roll. Physical, physical. Boom, boom. Yeah. Or, you know, the Phantom of the Opera would have been great. <laughs> oh. I think it would be cool if you could bring things, your own items that you're Ooh. like, I really need to smash this. Like what kind of thing? Um, Like, for example, something your ex gave you that <gasps> you're still yes! holding on to. Like a burn box, like the yeah. way you burn all your ex's shit. Right. Absolutely. Or some people do, I guess. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Something you're like, I need to let go of this. Or like if let's say high school was a really traumatic experience for you, mm-hmm. bring your fucking yearbook and tear it apart and smash it up with a hammer. Right. Yeah. Yes. And then they get they have to clean all of it up. You That's don't even true. have to do the cleanup. No, you don't. You really don't. Yeah. They should let you bring your own objects. You're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could also have used just a regular hammer, like a mm. hardware store hammer. Like a smaller hammer. Like a small like a little lady hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> even even the even the visual of the lead pipe. I found really disturbing. And the it's shovel. A little, I mean, we see, yeah, that's that's pretty linked to like vi- murder, crazy, scary yeah, violence. Crazy, stuff. scary violence. Yeah, yeah, the visuals of the, the 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 shovel and the lead pipe, I did not enjoy. That made mm-hmm. me feel like we were in a horror set. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't think we mentioned that there was a like a full length mirror in the room. Yeah, there was a full length mirror yeah. in the room. And then, you know, I, I'm like, were they like, let's really get existential here or are they just like let's oh, put this mirror in there <laughs> yeah. no i think people like to smash mirrors my friend right i think yeah. they like to smash mirrors yeah. okay i have a note here i'm so curious what it is hannah hart told me to write down big hero six. Oh yeah 
Okay, last but not least, and we'll close out here. The reason why I said, don't, oh, where you write down Big Hero 6 for me is that I was thinking, what would I have wanted to be inside that rage room? And uh, I was trying to think about it, and I realized that what I would want is the robot dude from Big Hero 6 to be in there and for me to just come in and, like, squeeze him as hard as I could and have him squeeze me back like a big, big hug and then cry. So maybe you need, like, a big squishy room. I need, like, a firm squishy room that hugs you. (laughs) That's what I want. So, like, a womb. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would be great. Wow. Uh, wow. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Come. Last but not least, here before we, right before we go, I would like to remind everybody that you can actually uh, send us messages, your thoughts, your feelings at HanalyzePod, that's H-A-N-N-A-H-L-Y-Z-E-P-O-D, on Twitter. Yes, and I, I read every single DM that we get, and they have been so incredibly touching and amazing. Like someone wrote and said... Hannah Gill, you shouldn't worry. Okay, you know, we had our episode about motherhood. Motherhood. Yeah. And she was like, you shouldn't really worry about not having kids because it's like all of your earbuds are your kids. Oh, <laughs> like, oh that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, so, God. you know, people, I uh, your messages are great. And yes, please continue to send them. You, know, you don't just have to say nice things. You can say your thoughts, too. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you guys think that this episode would be beneficial to anybody in your life, go ahead and send it to them. You know, let them know. Anger is a thing that we don't talk about enough. And right? if there's someone that you love, you feel like you could send this to, please do. Or post it or share it on your social media to invite more earbuds to join us here every Tuesday. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Thank you so much for these experiences. And um, I'm going to go find a big uh, room to hug. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.